0: Welcome to the Multi-orgasmic Mama podcast where sexy motherhood taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex and jade coach and tantric sex teacher, all-around pleasure and prosperity advocate and mama of two. If you are looking to get the spark back in your sex life and relationship, if you'd like to revive desire and feel sexy again without hormones, years of therapy or trying things that don't feel authentic in the bedroom, then download my free Ignite Your Desire e-guide at www www.tillystorm.com forward e-guide. This episode is brought to you by the Centrally Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back, my luxury lovers, it's Tilly Storm, and today we're talking about sexual dysfunction. Do you have a sexual dysfunction or an inhibition, and you feel desensitized? Well, you are not alone. Today's topic is all about how to reverse these sexual dysfunctions in a natural way, not the Viagra, the OSHOT, or the Vilesi Big Pharma way. I'm going to share some information and some tips for you, for both of you ladies and you gentlemen to empower you and to give you hope that you don't have to live with a sexual dysfunction or inhibition forever. I truly believe that when we get to the root cause of sexual dysfunction, and a person is willing to do the healing and the integrating work to reverse the dysfunction, that anyone can reverse it naturally, if they stick with it, and they really want to. So what constitutes a sexual dysfunction? Well, for women, this usually comes up as being pre or not having an orgasm, which is known as anorgasmia, pain during sex, or a lack of sexual desire. And for men, some common sexual dysfunctions include coming too quickly, and in the serious cases, premature ejaculation, and the inability to keep or get an erection, and in serious cases, erectile dysfunction, and then also lack of desire. And I work with both men and women on these issues, mostly with women who have lack of desire, but all of these sexual dysfunctions require the same protocol to unwind and to come back and to sexual sensitivity. I could, and well, maybe I will one day <laughs> create an entire episode on each of these dysfunctions. But the purpose of today's episode is just to let you know what the path or the protocol is to reverse sexual dysfunction naturally. So how do you do it? Well, there are four steps. The first one is to determine the source of it. Most people may have an inkling of why they are experiencing what they're experiencing, but I'd say that the majority of people who don't listen to this podcast have no clue. Most of you listening probably have a good idea. Um, uh, but it's very important to figure out if the source of the dysfunction is either a medical or a physical issue, or if it's more commonly a mental or an emotional issue. So it's important that you determine which it is for you, because that's going to dictate how you can holistically overcome it. So examples of a medical or physical issue would include like a hormonal imbalance, a bad diet, lack of exercise, a side effect of a medication that you take, or a big life transition such as childbirth, breastfeeding, or menopause. And examples of a mental or an emotional issue include past sexual abuse or trauma or negative sexual conditioning, a divorce or a big breakup, uh, a big heartbreak, uh, loss of a loved one, low self-worth... (laughs) that one is huge, or simply stress or an unwell mental state. Did you know that 43% of women and 31% of men experience some sort of sexual dysfunction at some point in their life? Holy crap. When I read that statistic, I was like, wow, (laughs) this is really, really big. The good news is if the sexual dysfunction is due to a mental or medical issue, usually those are very temporary. And the issue tends to alleviate on its own when you incorporate a proper diet, exercise, and a self-care plan, as long as it's not due to a medication you're on long-term. But what I see to be the most pesky thing here is that most of it is a mental or an emotional issue, which nowadays you can take Viagra, you can take Vilesi, you can go get an O-shot, which is a shot of your own I don't know, some sort of plasma from your blood that you, they put in your clitoris that they inject into it. It's usually for urinary incontinence, but it can also make your orgasms a lot better. I can't imagine someone putting a shot in my clitoris, (laughs) but (laughs) some people do it. Uh, You can totally go take those things uh, to mask the underlying issue. But the problem is it doesn't cure the issue. You're just putting a band-aid on a deeper problem. But if you're listening to this podcast, it's unlikely that you want to go that route and you want a more holistic, get to the source of the issue and let's fix this shit for real approach. And if that's you, I am your gal. So the second step that you want to do is decide based on whether you think the source is something physical or medical or mental or emotional, what course of action to take. So if you think the issue is physical or or medical because you have a hormonal imbalance, a bad diet, lack of exercise, or because you think you're experiencing sexual dysfunction due to a side effect of a medication, big life transition like childbirth, breastfeeding, menopause, you can start by going to a functional medicine doctor, a naturopath, someone like that to see what herbs and supplements or protocols, what detoxes and nutrition or exercise support that you need Uh, that you can utilize to see if that clears up the dysfunction. Sometimes it will. But I'm telling you, I know plenty of people that, (laughs) that have lack of desire that have gone this route thinking it's their hormones and it certainly is not. Most of the time with lack of desire or erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation, it's the mental emotional things. So if you're a woman who's never had an orgasm, then the best place to start is to schedule an appointment with your doctor to rule out nerve damage from an accident or something, you know, medical that could be causing the problem. Um, most of the women that have come to me with this issue have already done that. Uh, that way, we know that it's not actually a medical thing. It actually is a mental or an emotional thing. And if everything is good in the medical Physical department, well, honey, <laughs> that's when it's time to come see me. So, most people with a sexual dysfunction have it because they have deep shame, they have guilt, they have fear, disgust about some aspect of their sexuality, or because they have a lot of repressed emotion from a heartbreak or a divorce, and this ends up presenting physically as a sexual dysfunction. This could be anything from shame around your sexual desires or fantasies, keeping you from letting yourself drop in, drop into pleasure and from orgasming or shame around your sexual desires or fantasies that keeps you from getting hard or turned on with your partner because you're so ashamed of what you look at on porn and what you really like, or you're so ashamed of what you really want that your body shuts down when a true intimate connection presents itself. This is what I call the disconnection between your genitals and your heart or your genitals and your brain uh, that keeps us from loving the people that we fuck and from fucking people that we love. (laughs) So you have to work to reconnect your genitals to your heart and your genitals to your head so you can make good, healthy decisions about your sexuality. It could be also that you have blocked emotions that you buried due to heartbreak that may present as premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction, lack of desire, or anorgasmia. And if you haven't fully processed these emotions, well, they will for sure show up in the bedroom, whatever dysfunction you've got going on sexually. If it's not a medical or physical issue, it's because you've got either some level of blocked emotions or unprocessed emotions or traumas or conditioning that probably started during childhood or because you have habituated yourself into masturbation patterns that have desensitized you such as using a vibrator to get off all the time or using lots of porn or using lots of porn that doesn't make you feel good to get off. So I hate to tell you, honey, but if you really want to clear up the dysfunction, it's going to require you to feel it, to heal it in order to reverse the dysfunction. Meaning you're going to have to learn how to deal with these gnarly emotions and how to work with them in an empowering way. And you're going to have to heal those traumas to get past it. And that's exactly what I do to help you as a holistic sex coach. I guide you into your deep unconscious body mind to see what's going on in there. That isn't in alignment with your innate sexual wholeness. And we work to integrate the emotions and traumas creating the sexual dysfunction in the first place. So, whether it's working with your wounded inner child that got caught masturbating when she was six, or working with your traumatized inner 14 year old that was raped, or helping you process rejection or heartbreak, or helping you work through the shame you have around porn addiction, I promise you, most of the time, this is the stuff that causes sexual dysfunction. And it's totally possible to work through it if you're willing to go there and do the work holistically. So the third step to reverse sexual dysfunction is to create a sexuality training, self-pleasure practice that you do on your own to work through the sexual dysfunction. Even if you have a partner, you need embodiment practices to help you get back in your body and to resensitize yourself. So if you are a pre-orgasmic woman, chances are you haven't done a lot of masturbating or figured out your unique path to pleasure. At least you haven't done it in a way that's led to an orgasm. And guess what? There is just no specific technique that you can look up that's going to work for every woman. So my stance is that you can do Betty Dotson stuff. You can go to the omgyes.com website and see what other women do to get off. But that doesn't mean diddly squat. That is going to work for you. The only way to discover what will work for you is to get real with yourself and have the curious mind of a child again to get back to play to get back to exploration around your sexuality instead of treating the whole thing around your dysfunction, uh, like a condition that you have to figure out. That is the problem in the first place. Most women, at least an orgasmic women, that's what they, they approach their problem as, as an issue that they have to figure out when <laughs> getting out of their head is what they need to do in order to actually figure it out. So. You're not going to have your first orgasm by reading about it for years or by learning about why you're not having one. You're going to learn how to have an orgasm as a result of spending time with yourself and doing jade practices to tone and strengthen in your vagina and getting to know your vagina and what she wants. And the jade practice, by the way, is key for women to do that. You can download my How to Start a JDEG Practice e Guide at www.tillystorm.com and get started right away. You can also purchase a JDEG from the site. And if you are a man with erectile dysfunction, you're not going to reverse the dysfunction by spending ridiculous amounts of time researching it or being in your head about it. You're going to reverse it by releasing blocked emotions, by putting away the porn at least 50% of the time and resensitizing your penis, getting to know what your penis needs and creating a relationship with your penis. And that's not something you're going to discover online. It's something you're going to discover by doing home play practices I give you when you work with me. (laughs) The fourth step to reverse sexual dysfunction if you are in a relationship, is to create more connection and deeper communication around your sexuality so you can inspire each other and support each other on your journey of discovering better sacred sex. Yep. You got to talk about it. (laughs) It's really incredible how many people that I talk to or someone on my team talks to that don't actually talk to their partner about sex or much less the dysfunction they're experiencing in their sexuality or how they want it to be better or what they can do either separately or together to make it better. Usually one partner is willing to talk about it and the other isn't, sadly. And that's part of the problem. So if you're the partner unwilling to talk about it, I want you to ask yourself why? Is it because deep down you don't feel worthy of having a great sex life and an intimate connection? So you unconsciously shut down any conversation about it that might lead to you having more pleasure, connection, and intimacy? Hmm. Well, if you're listening to this episode and you're the partner and your partner is the one with a sexual dysfunction, I mean, then the best way to open up the lines of communication are to inspire him or her to work on their sexuality and make it a priority by doing this for yourself and letting them know how important it is to you to have a healthy sex life. Our sexuality is so tied to our ego. So if you approach a partner specifically about a sexual dysfunction, they will likely not be open to talking about it and they will shut down. The best way then is to bring it up in terms of my sex life is really important with you. And this is something that I want to work on with you. How can we make it better? All right, my luxury lovers, quick review here. If you want to reverse sexual dysfunction, naturally. Here are the four steps you need to take. One, determine the source of it. Is it medical or physical or mental or emotional? Number two, decide based on which of those it is. If you need to see a functional medicine doctor, a nutritionist, or a naturopath, or do you need to hire a holistic sex coach such as myself? If so, head to www.tillystorm.com and you can book a call. I work with men, women, and couples. And then the third step is to create a sexuality training, self-pleasure practice that you do on your own to work through the dysfunction, even if you have a partner. And the fourth is that if you are in a relationship, create more connection and deeper communication around your sexuality so you can inspire each other and support each other on your journey of discovering better sacred sex. Okay. See you all next week, my lovers. And don't forget to download any of the free resources at www.tellestorm.com and Book a call if you are interested in potentially working together. Bye.